We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tom, any, any statement games from this year? Any surprises to you from this team that, that makes you think they're playoff ready? No. The, uh, you know, you, you play 82 games, so it tells you a lot. And uh, at the conclusion of the season, you know, you, you know where, exactly where you stand. Uh, and then you get ready for whatever is next. So the next step for us are the playoffs. So uh, I think we've made great strides, but, but this is a, a greater challenge. And it's the next challenge that's in front of us. So we got to tackle it. We got to understand how important studying is, preparation is, and then go from there. Keith, what's going on, Keith? How you doing, man? Great to, again, another one of the co-MVPs of this year. Um, would have liked to see a win, but what could we do? More importantly, I wanted to say it's been a hell of a season for all of us. Next weekend, it begins. Happy Easter to all, and shouts to KFS. Playoffs, baby. Thanks for your hard work. Well, thank you. You make the hard work um, more than worth it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for next weekend. I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be like 35% more excited once we, if we get word that Julius is like, at this point, I would sign up right now today for a questionable tag going into game one. I think that's what I would sign for. I would sign for that. And like game time decision, he's going to try to give it a go, you know? I would sign for that. Juanon, what's going on, Juanon? What are your top five destinations to watch a road playoff game live, and why isn't Cleveland one of them? Joakim Noah might have been on to something. My top five destinations to watch a road playoff game live. This is a fantastic question. Um, Hold on. I want to make sure I get... I mean, I'm going to say the Lakers, not because there's any great ambiance in that arena and those fans frankly don't deserve to have a, a basketball team that has had so much success but just I don't know to see a, a Laker game in LA I think I think would be cool um, I'm going to say Portland I'll say Portland um, it's tough because there's like teams that I freaking hate like if Chicago was ever good, I bet that would be a really fun destination. But like I freaking hate the Bulls. Um, I'll go chalk here. I'll, I'll go Boston. So I'll go Boston, Lakers, Portland, 
Am I incorporating the city with this? Yeah, Andrew just put yeah. So Golden State Warriors, like I, I went to a game during their seventy-two win season, uh, or seventy-three win season. Excuse me, which is I think that was the, whatever. I, I don't know if it was that season. I think it was that season. The last, the last season at Oracle. I got a chance to go to a game at Oracle, and that was it. Was really really cool. Um, so I don't know if it would have the same experience in like the new the new arena or whatever is the new one called Oracle, whatever the, the one that they used to play it. Sure. I'll go golden state for my fourth since I'm kind of struggling for one. And last but not least, I will go. Andrew said Miami again, that they don't care about their basketball team down there. So why should I care about their basketball team? I'll go Philly. I would love to be in Philly for a huge playoff game as a neutral observer because Either way, I'm gonna enjoy the experience. Either people are absolutely going, absolutely gonna lose their shit over a terrible loss, or you know, it's a it's a great win for the home team, in which that would be fun. So I'll go Philly. Joe Dugan, what's going on, Joe? Awesome year, KFS team. Good shows every day. Thank you. Uh, all credit to Andrew for that. We're gonna need RJ's half court shot creation against the Cavs. He could get Grimes and Randall open looks. He can. Um, that's the thing, right? He can get Grimes open looks. Randall, it de- well, it depends where Randall is. The th- Here's the thing with Randall, though, and it's like Randall has become so comfortable pulling up from three. And unless I'm mistaken, which I might be mistaken, I am occasionally mistaken, but I don't think I'm mistaken on this one. Um, Julius shoots roughly the same percentage on catch and shoot threes as he does pull up threes. Cause I looked it up earlier today. He's a, a little bit above 33% on pull up threes on a massive volume. He's taken a, Oh my God, is he taking a lot of pull up threes this year and on, and his overall three point percentage this year is 34.3%. So he's, so he's more like 35, 35 and change from on catch and shoots as opposed to, to pull ups. That's a, that's a difference. But like, you know, Randall doesn't need anybody to set him up for his threes. You know, when he's feeling it, and again, God knows he was feeling it the last time he faced Philly. He was pulling up like it was nobody's business against, or excuse me, Cavs. Um, he was pulling up like nobody's business against Cleveland. I think he was finished eight for thirteen in in the third game they played against each other, and he was instrumental in that game. But yeah, RJ, that should be his role, right? That should be his role. Nobody could stop me from getting into the teeth of the defense. Nobody from can prevent me from getting shots at the rim. In theory, I possess the meaning RJ. RJ possesses the ability to get quality looks at the rim if the defender is Darius Garland or Donovan Mitchell. And so if you add all those things up, then either he's getting a really good high percentage shot at, at or near the rim against that guard or those guards, or he's bringing two to the ball. And if he's bringing two to the ball, then that opens up opportunities, whether it's an opportunity to Grimes, Randall, Mitchell Robinson under the basket, whoever. It doesn't matter. You have accomplished your goal at that point if you were the New York Knicks. You have brought two to the ball. My suspicion will be that the Cleveland Cavaliers will say, if R.J. Barrett's going to beat us, we're going to let him beat us. We're not we're not putting two to the ball unless unless they are so confident or 
or let me rephrase that. They have so little faith in his passing out of double teams that they're going to bring two to the ball. And again, so a lot of this stuff, like we saw this against Atlanta two years ago where it's like, are they going to double Julius or are they going to single coverage? Well, the answer was they did both. When Julius got the ball, they had like their entire orbit like kind of shifted in. No explicit double teams, but it was enough to make Julius be like, oh no, what do I do? Like, I don't think they're going to send hard doubles at, at RJ Barrett anytime he gets within 10 feet of the hoop. But like, they'll make him think twice about whatever he is, whatever he's going to do. And they, and here's the thing about Cleveland because they're going to be putting a lesser defender on him. That means there's going to be three exceptional defenders in a Coro Allen and Mobley that, and a lot of length, by the way, for those guys um, to kind of, again, pressure those drives without bringing the explicit double team. How is RJ Barrett going to handle that to say nothing of the fact that, and this is the last part of it, and I haven't even gotten a chance to write this. I'm going to write this for something later this week. Like Donovan Mitchell is short, but he's like, he's stout, you know? And, and he, like, I don't think RJ is going to have the easiest time just kind of like backing him down. Now, if RJ is patient and he kind of takes his time and backs him down and backs him down and backs him down, he could get good shots in that scenario. We'll see if he, we'll see if he winds up, Getting those, but it's the key to the series, Joe. It's the key to the whole freaking series, as far as I'm concerned, because that's what they're going to give them. Can they take advantage? Stevens Guillaume, what's going on, Stevens? Thank you, KFS, for another amazing season. Your hard work is greatly appreciated. You guys are truly the best. Playoff time, giddy up. Thank you, Stevens. Again, another frequent contributor to these things. Thank you. Um, we love what we do. We're lucky to be able to do it. And uh, yeah, giddy up indeed, baby. I'm excited. We should all be excited. Let's play us. Next up, Ja So Focused. What's going on, Ja? What's up, John? Season's over and the vibes are pretty good. I, I think the vibes are still very good. I don't I don't care. I'm already I'm already over this loss. Uh love to see how hard the team played, even though it resulted in a loss. It resulted in losses. Um wins if J- Jalen Brunson or Julius Randle play. I mean, I don't even need need to go that far. I think they're wins if without Julius Randle and Jalen Brunson. Well, let me rephrase that. I think today would have been a win without Jay Brunson or Julius Randle if the team that was on the floor, if like if they needed the game. And I think that has to do with the players that were on the floor. And I think it would have to do with the rotation because we wouldn't be seeing any Evan 48 minutes, um, certainly, if they needed to win this game. And uh, yeah, you, you know, you like to see the spunk at the end. Like they were down by 13. They made it a four point game briefly. That was cool. Um, but yeah, the vibes are listen, their vibes are very good. They know what's ahead of them. I think the best. I think the best thing I could say is like this team is so good, and I think they're so confident in themselves—not cocky, but confident in their abilities—that nothing that happened like today or Friday is going to shake any of that confidence. So, yeah. Uh, Will Oliver, with Lou Almondson, Cole Aldridge, Kevin Serafin, Barnani. Just remember the players we had to sit through to get to this point. Thank you for all you do, KFS. A great season that has only just begun. I hope it's only just begun, Will. And I hope, um, you know, I know you had a tough moment, um, tough time earlier this year. I hope you're doing well. Yeah, we've we've had some tough times as Nick fans. Um, mm. Those are some names. I like Lou, Lou Amundsen. 
I was, I was, I will shock nobody. I was a Lou Amundsen fan. He, he at least gave a shit anytime he was out there, which was cool. And most like Cole Aldridge too, like Kevin Serafin. Those guys cared. Bargnani, man, that was rough. Bargs was rough. That was a rough time <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Thank you, Will. I appreciate it. Ryan Nelson, what's going on, Ryan? Thank you for the generous contribution. The best season I've had as a Nick fan since 99, me and you both. Um, thank you for the amazing effort you put in producing this content. I have to say, RJ reminds me of an atrocious mashup of Shannon Anderson and Al Harrington. I love this team. I love how he started off with super positive. He ended with super positive. And in between, it was pot, quite possibly the most demeaning RJ Barrett comment that I've ever heard in my life. My God. Uh, um, 22 years old. He's 22 years old. He has had a he has had an up and down season in so many ways from the role that he was being asked to inhabit to the injury being in and out of the lineup with the injuries and then you know he was sick early and he was sick late and 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 all these things um and on top of all that coming off the season coming off the off season where as i've said so many times his team that drafted him and that you we, you know, slam cover last year by all accounts face of the franchise as they were coming down the stretch last year, scoring, you know, 24 a game for three and a half months. Like to go from that to you're halfway on, you're on a train halfway to Utah. Like, and, and then I go back to the first to 22, 22 years old to have to deal with all of that, which is why I, I try to draw an important distinction between. Is it okay to be incredibly frustrated with Barrett's play and to call it like it is when you see poor play and I think justifiably worry about him in this series and what he's going to be able to do? I think it's okay to say all that and then draw the line where it's like, you know, I'm not saying you're doing this, by the way, Ryan. Um, let's throw him out with, with yesterday's garbage um, because there is so much that can still go right with this player and that I suspect will go right with this player. I am, I am less confident that it will go right here in New York. Um, what happened now? <laughs> Rudy Gobert punched uh, or threw a punch at Shandon Anderson, by the way. Not Shandon Anderson, Kyle Anderson. Kyle Anderson, have you, that's because he's saying Shannon Anderson. I know you're you're beating me. You're you're ahead of schedule. I was going to have you do another edition of John watches something, and I was texting you. I'm watching video. it literally. Hold on, I haven't seen the punch yet. Okay. So, oh, so Ooh. go back and narrate what you're seeing, like we did with Julius okay. running over Tibbs, since this is an audio let me medium. Let me finish up Ryan's comment. Ryan, keep the faith. That's all I'll say about RJ yes, Barrett. Keep the faith. Um. So. Rudy and Kyle Anderson are on the bench and they're even animated discussion, but it looks like it's like settling, not settling down, but it looks like it's like sloping down towards like, okay, this is now calming down. And then Rudy kind of leans over, mm -hmm. but not like it looks like he's going to punch him. And then he tries to punch him. And then Kyle Anderson goes back towards him. 
So look even closer at Rudy at the start. One of the trainers for the Timberwolves is holding Rudy's right. Oh, hand. yes, he is. Sorry, I didn't see that. I didn't see so that. And then he lets it, go of him and then he goes for the punch. Okay. It's almost as if like, all right, let's let's use your words, not your hands. And then as soon as the trainer lets go, Rudy unloads on Kyle Anderson. It's it's the IQ Randall. It's really the OB RJ incident without fisticuffs. Well, but that's a big difference. But that's what I'm saying to give people a, a, a mental picture that are listening to the pod later. Like, yeah, Man, that's a team uh, that's fighting for positioning in the play in that went all that. That's four first round picks right there that just punched that, Kyle Anderson that, in the yeah, throat during a huddle. That to me is like. Because by all indications, Kyle, Kyle, I keep wanting to say Shannon, Kyle Anderson. I'm sure Shannon could give could give someone a few good minutes nowadays. Um, Kyle, so Udonis Haslam played today. So. <laughs> How many minutes did UD give the uh, give the give uh, the? They were all um, meaningful. Yeah, yeah, all meaningful. Uh, I won't. I'm not going to go there. No, no, uh, you're good. <laughs> I go there. Uh, I. Kyle Anderson has by all indications been a real important piece for them and like a leader for them and the whole thing. And like, I haven't gotten a sense that like there's been any issues with Rudy off the court. Um, that, but that to me is exactly what you, that's just, that seems like a season long of frustration or seasons worth of frustration. Just point yeah. Out. Yeah. That's that, that was shocking to me too. I thought they had from the outside looking in kind of figured some stuff out with that team. And now seeing that, I, I just, I'm, I'm also just a shock. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100, or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212 212- Three six 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 one zero zero. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you're like me and just don't have time for food shopping, let the groceries come to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool50 and use code FilmSchool50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool50 and use code FilmSchool50 for 50% off plus your first box ships free. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. By the way, do you want the full Udonis Haslam stat line today? Oh, please. I'd love some. So, for those who don't know, Giannis Haslam, this is most likely his last game ever. Like, I, I can't see it. I don't well, think they had a freaking that. night to commemorate his career. Right. That was Udonis Haslam night. This was his last regular season game. In other words, like, we'll not play in whatever playoff games that they play, even like a commemorative. Here's go take a moment on the court. Um, oh, yeah. He played 25 minutes tonight. 24 points, three rebounds, one block, nine of 17 from the field, three of seven from three incredible. in a Miami Heat win. That's incredible. Also notable, um, notable. Dallas has pulled back into this game with the Spurs. The oh, yeah. Thunder are down by two at halftime to the Grizzlies. If the Mavs are down by twelve at halftime, if the Mavs somehow, I mean, I think they the Mavs will run out of play like scrubs to put into the game. So mm-hmm. if the Mavs scrubs actually pull this off, and uh, and and the Spurs can't out tank them, they will finish with the same potentially. If the Thunder lose, finish with the same record as the Thunder, which would then bring, assuming the Thunder lose in the play in, would bring the tenth pick or the tenth lottery odds down to a coin flip. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. So potentially potentially meaningful um, next hour or so. Okay, let's keep it going. Let's try to finish this up. Uh, stay up here. Ryan, oh, uh, that's Ryan. Jostle focused with another one. Also surprising to see how much love the um, Julius Randle three in Miami is getting. I absolutely hated everything about it except the good feeling of watching it go in. Ja, how did that not supersede anything else? The, the good feeling of it going in. Yeah, like just that's I get it. Process matters. Yeah. The Knicks beat the Heat in Miami with Jimmy Butler in demigod mode. And it was yeah. our guy, Julius Randle, who hit a huge hit the huge three to give us the ability to laugh at Miami Heat fans. I'm not as my, my revelation from this season about Miami Heat fans, it's not so much that there aren't any. It's that they don't care about sports as much as we do because the beach is right there. There are a lot of Heat fans. They just cope differently I'm looking with, at how, right with their team losing games. So, like, 
I was very happy that that became MSG South in whatever they call that arena now. And it was because Julius Randle for points 41, 42, and 43 hit one of the biggest shots of the season. Maybe one of the biggest shots in... We'll see how how the rest of the season goes and how much that matters. Uh, but in the last couple, last decade or so, I'll say. Wow. Happy you kept me up for that. Okay. <laughs> yes. Buzzer, Buzzer beater. Uh, Tibbs has done more for blacks than Abe Lincoln. If you know, you know. If you know, yeah. you know. There you go. Yeah, that's all, that's, all there that's is to it. That that's a thing that was said about thank someone you, else. Beater. Yes, thank you, Buzzer Beater. Dom Cappuccini. If you know, you know. Dom yeah. Cappuccini with another one. Thank you, Dom. Again, if Obi starts the first two games, um, would it would it make a five game series loss easier to swallow? I think yes. I'm sorry, but I viewed the defense as Ben, but don't break all year. Watching our elite defenders struggle and Obi being Obi, I don't know. Again, I don't, I am hopeful. Of all the things that I have that I'm probably being naive about going into the series, number one is that I think our defenders, our perimeter defenders who we think are good perimeter defenders will actually be good. I think you're going to get really good perimeter defense from Grimes quickly, um, Hart. Um, I think Brunson's going to be on his game to the extent that Brunson can be on his game. Uh, so I'm not as worried as you are, Dom. Just to answer the question, would it make a five-game series loss easier to follow if Obi played the first two games? So let's assume Obi plays the first two games. Let's say they're in it, but they lose close games and it's they, they don't get like embarrassed or anything like that, and they go down 0-2. Julius comes back. I'd have to know how it would play out. I mean, I think even then, you'd probably want to get it to six, Right. Um, but it would make it easier to swallow. Yeah, I think it would make it easier to swallow for sure. Uh, Kevin Danishevsky, MSG only did games one, two, and five in 2021. Okay. Yeah, the other two were ESPN games that Breen also called. Yes. So thanks, Kev. Uh, Ben, what's going on, Ben? How you doing? Thank you, KFS. You're the bar. I wish I could hang out in while watching games and talking Knicks. Uh, we wish we had a KFS bar. Uh, you've built community. Salute. Hashtag 47 wins. Hashtag thanks, Cap. Well done. Well done to, to mm. end on that one. Thanks, yeah. Cap, indeed. Well yep. done. I like it. Yeah, I'm scrolling. Hold on. Oh, I got a sad one for you. Sad one. Kevin Danishevsky. I tweeted it. Mm-hmm. Congrats, Jeremy, on the predictions. KFS live event coming soon. Yeah, we're, we're, we should be able to pull something together for the playoffs. Not going to say anything for sure right now, but I'm going to wait till the playoff schedule comes out, hopefully later today. And then if as soon as I get confirmation on uh, a KFS live event for the playoffs, we will let you know. And congrats to Jeremy on here. I I tweeted it, but congrats. (laughs) Congrats to Jeremy. Sam with another one. Is there a point in this series where you could see Tibbs dropping OB, RJ, or both of them from from the rotation or rocking with eight or seven guys? Um, That's a really good... I think the question is who's more likely to drop from the rotation? I think it's OB. If, because if assuming Garland, Garland and Mitchell are going to, one of them will always be on the floor. So if in Obi's minutes, let's say just say Obi's minutes in game one or Obi's minutes over the first two games. And I'm assuming Julie, if Julius Randall's not back, they're not dropping Obi from the rotation. That could mm-hmm. go without saying. If Julius Randall is back and is healthy enough to play 30 plus minutes, and like when Obi's in the game, it's just like 
get Obi in the pick and roll, get Obi in the pick and roll, get Obi in the pick and roll, and it's just Garland and Mitchell just eating nonstop, then yeah, I think you're going to see Obi on the bench by game three. For RJ to be out of the rotation completely, I don't. I actually don't think that there's anything. I could see him. I could see the minutes going way down. I could see a world where he averages under 20 minutes a game in the series. I don't think that that's crazy at all. Uh, it, obviously, his, his play is poor. But like out of the rotation, I can't see him being out of the rotation. I can't, can't see. see. The, the biggest thing you, you specified is the Julius part of this. There's... There's just no way they might go down to eight, and if Deuce isn't hitting shots like you've you've suggested, but if if they only have those eight guys available, they're going to use every tool at their disposal. The one thing that I've taken from these last five games, more than anything else, is how comfortable Tibbs seems to with Josh Hart at the four. So that is your path. Oh, to OB potentially even rotation. I just wonder how many games it would have to take. Would it be because he's not hitting shots? If he's hitting shots, we're not playing defense. Would we then see um, that be the reason why they had to make a switch? But yeah. So let's just be straight. The only reason, the only benefit Obi gives you over Josh Hart is that Obi could, it, at this point, it's just crazy to say he willingly take, takes and makes threes. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Hart does so much other stuff that helps you on the offensive end. And I think at this point, it's I, I'm very comfortable saying Josh Hart is the superior offensive player to Obi Toppin. Maybe it's close. Maybe maybe I'm being too too forward with that. Maybe it's close. Maybe it's close. Let's just say. Defensively, it is not close. No. Um, and so what's your rationale? And then if it's Josh Hart or RJ, well, if RJ's not hitting threes, and even if RJ is hitting threes, I don't think there's a real argument for him being a, a superior option to Hart. So Hart being able to man the four, I think is massive. It's it's massive. Thanks, Sam. Uh, El Coriano 11, better season. IQ's the, this season or Brunson. I, I think he means 21-22. So Brunson last season. Mm-hmm. That's a great freaking question. The numbers would say Brunson. Not, I'm not talking about the count. Uh, okay, the deeper numbers, even though defensively IQ's numbers really, really show an impact. The on-off is definitely IQ too. The on-off is IQ. The def- the defense is easily IQ. But Brunson last year was so efficient. He was so efficient. Man, that you know, that's a great freaking question. Yeah. I have to, I might have to give it to IQ because you know you know why Brunson got paid twenty. 20- Five, 26 a year and people were like that's an overpay Emmanuel Cookie is about to get paid 26 a year and no one's going to say I don't think anybody's going to say it's an overpay yeah I, man but before we move on from this question do you want to talk about the the, the the betting odds how they shifted today I have no idea what you're talking oh, about you're unaware of this overnight yeah. Malcolm Brogdon just became a heavy favorite to win uh, six man of the year Oh, really? And so the thought is that the Boston media influence has taken form. And now he's like minus 550 right now, John. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So it, it sucks. And this is just, it's funny in, in the KFS faculty chat, um, Chris was saying his theories and then all the rest of us kind of confirming an XJ who is like, it's by the numbers. It's the only thing that should decide it, which I mostly agree with. <laughs> just realizing that other things 
factor into the the to awards voting, which sucks, especially in this case, because it really does seem like a collective effort to get Malcolm Brogdon the sixth man of the year just happened. I feel very badly for Emmanuel quickly. I also don't feel that badly because I think Emmanuel quickly in his own mind feels like he has such bigger fish to fry mm-hmm. than a six man of the year award win. Like James Harden won six. Man. I'm not saying Emmanuel quickly is going to turn into an MVP and a five time top three MVP finisher. I'm not saying that, but I think an Emmanuel, like who thinks about James Harden six man of the year? He doesn't give a shit about it. I'm sure most people don't think give a shit about it. I think Emmanuel quickly in his mind where he's going it's not going to matter to him as much as we think it might. And I don't think the Knicks will let it influence them one iota when it comes to payday, or at least I hope not. It should not. And um, yeah, that's what I'll say. Yeah. Ben with another one, two hearts beat ass one. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag you two. Them is quoted prophecy. I don't know what that means. You two, the misquoted prophecy. I wow. Yeah, I, I had to read it a couple of times too, but I had the the job, benefit of listening to you not read it right to then read it correctly. So thank, thank you. you, thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. I, again, didn't I don't know if you mentioned it. Like the Josh Hart got ejected today, and it was just kind of oh yeah, right. Josh Hart got ejected. Who cares? You know, <laughs> it's very much oh yeah, that happened. You know. All right. Uh, Alexander. Hello, Mr. Mac. First time contributor, but long time viewer since the We Here season. I wanted to hear your thoughts on the Mav situation. All right. I'm going to make this brief because my wife is telling me I need to get the kids ready for Easter dinner. Um, we have one I, more after this and then we're done. So Okay. I think it is really... I think it's it hasn't crossed into DEFCON 1 yet, but I think it's at DEFCON 2. Oh, here's my daughter in a little literal diaper at the door. Um, I think it's at DEFCON 2, which is like the second highest DEFCON. Um... I mean, we we said we heard all we need to know. Luka Doncic is giving them another year. You 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 traded wisely. Good job by you. You traded for this, you know, a generational player, and he's all but fed up with your organization. You have a year to get it right. So can you get it right? So it's like it's Defcon two. That's what I'll say. It's Defcon two. I'm laughing at it. So I it's uh, hilarity levels of. One right now, and the one per, the ninety. Oh, 90, it's definitely hilarity level percentile. Because that was my. I know you got to run, so I'll make this quick. But like that was my reaction to the investigation being launched yesterday. It was so much less about like, oh, they're gonna lift the protections, or the, the, it's all gonna work out for the Knicks. It was very much like you can't do anything right this year, can you? Like tanking, even. Oh you no, can't do that but, right. You you botched literally thing. every single thing you could have around Luca over the past. This years. season, even when Brunson left, it wasn't any DefCon yet, I don't think. And then mm-hmm. and now it's DefCon too. That's pretty yes, big. It is. All right, Last let's one. finish this up because this is turning into a disaster. Jasso Focus GMAC number one, our guy. Number two, it was so lucky. We're I'll, ending on that note. My I'll answer and then I'll let if you. <laughs> I know you may have to leave. Um, fine. My guy, Jasso focused, and I want to just go down the list of lucky shots that have gone in, and we we celebrate them as a result. Like the shot went in, is the point. Who cares? They won. Your team, your team won, and your All NBA two time All Star made the shot in Miami, and a lot of people in Miami were sad on their way to their nightclub for the night. So yeah, that's 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 how I feel at least. Yeah, and like I know Julius isn't ever going to be everybody's guy. There have been so few New York athletes. I mean, you could count the amount of New York athletes on 
one hand over the last, I don't know, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. That is everybody's guy. Um, but I think he deserves to be our guy. I've said that already. And I, I stand agree. by that. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about Game Time. Is there an upcoming event you're trying to get tickets to? Whether it be tickets to one of the final home games of the Knicks season, or maybe it's a concert or a comedy show. Whatever it is, buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped up for the fun you're going to have. Currently browsing through the Game Time app and I see all the events coming up in the area. Whether it be the Knicks' first home playoff game against Cleveland or maybe the Rangers' first home playoff game against the Devils, the Game Time app is so easy to navigate. You can search by category like sports, music, or shows or search by teams like the Yankees, Islanders, or Knicks. I have to say that my favorite feature is the full 3D peripheral view you get whenever you select a seat. Just select a seat that's within your price range, move the phone from left to right and get a good idea of the view you'll have during the event. Game Time is the place for last-minute ticket deals. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. The Game Time guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. Game Time is also the fastest growing ticketing app in the country, and for a good reason. As I mentioned, get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, just two taps and you're set. Tickets are then sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off your first purchase. Again, create an account and redeem code FILMSCHOOL for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Do you want to run and I'll tell everybody the content schedule for next week? If you don't mind, that would be That's amazing. Fine. <laughs> I just want to say a quick thank you to everybody's generosity. Thank you for watching all year. Again, obviously, we're going to be here for all the post games. Um, you guys are amazing. Um, we are the luckiest people in the world that get to do what we do. Truly, 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 truly. Um, and I say that as Knicks fans, uh, and we've been through some tough times, but we are still the luckiest people in the world to get to do what we do. All right. Peace out. Thank you, GMAC. You're the man.
Happy Easter, John and other Macries. Will do. <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, everybody. So I'm going to give you a bit of a rundown next week uh, of, of next week, I should say, of what the KFS content schedule is going to look like uh, on Monday slash Tuesday. So Tuesday morning, you get a pod. It's going to be John and Benji breaking down some X's and O's and some keys to the series, like the biggest question marks going into the series. We're, we're actually working on that rundown now. Wednesday morning, which technically Tuesday night when we're recording that, is going to be Fred Katz. Uh, he's going to jump on and this this player ranking that's gone around the uh, the Twitters lately uh, of who ranks in the series. I think that's the episode we're going to go through with Fred and rank the, the players in the series. Uh, Wednesday night is live, but not on our channel. It will be a two on two. John and I will be heading over to the Cavaliers official YouTube channel and doing a crossover podcast, a live stream with the chase down podcast. I went on there last week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Lat- that was only a week ago. Jeez. I went on there last week and I, uh, right before the, the, the Friday night game talked about the Julius Randall injury and how much it would matter and, and did a crossover with them. Then that was in place of your pregame pod. Well, John and I are going over there on Wednesday. On Thursday night, Justin from the Chase Down Pod is coming over to our channel, and we'll be doing a live, um, a live uh, live stream, a live mailbag, I should say, uh, where all of you bring your super chats, bring your regular chats, bring your comments, all your questions about the Cavs. We'll sit there for about an hour and a half, an hour hopefully, but however long it takes to answer as many questions about the series as possible with one of the more plugged in. Cavs content creators, like the official podcast podcast host of the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. So that'll be Thursday night at seven. I think it's six thirty actually Eastern. Um, and then we'll we'll get that. That's that. Obviously, we got a casual Friday next Thursday as well. I'm jumping back on with them, and we'll do some keys to the series Friday. John and Jeremy make our final predictions and that'll air Saturday morning. Um, I'll actually probably put that up Friday night during the play-in, but I, some of you might be watching the play-in because that's the, there's two play-in potentially the, the, the games to decide the eighth seed will be Friday night. So technically Saturday morning is where you get uh, the John and Jeremy pod that will predict the series. Any final thoughts? We'll have a Julius update by then. Um, and yeah, we'll make our final predictions for a, a fun series. So, uh, guys, this has been great. Thank you so much for joining us for the entire season. I should say, not that should there should be anything not expected, but we will have like post games at the end of every series, at the end of every game uh, for this series. So, game one I think is going to be on Saturday. I don't think they have announced it yet. Um, when you're listening to this, you might already know when game one is officially. Uh, game one, we'll have a post game show. Game game, however many games there are, there will be a KFS post game live stream reacting to the NBA, the, the first round series between the Knicks and the Cavaliers. Stay tuned for post games, uh, po- uh, pre game shows. I'm working on whether I want to just keep it Knicks, like inside uh, our little bubble, or if I want to go outside the bubble for uh, a crossover pod with the Chase Down guys or other Cavs people throughout the series, as far as pre game pods are concerned. But we will have you covered 
wall to wall with uh, content online for the uh, the KFS uh, for this series, but from KFS for the series against the Cavaliers. Okay, that'll do it for me. There is one more super chat. I see it. Josh so focused. Following up, GMAC. He'll be our guy when he redeems his playoff performance in twenty twenty one. Can't wait for it. Hopefully. I don't judge people on five game sample sizes. That's me. I understand. Some don't. That that's that's the baseball fan in me. I don't judge people on one at bat. I judge people on their larger sample size. I don't judge people on I know last season was bad too, which is why that's more complicated to the Julius Randle experience. I just think he's also he did a lot of work to be a different player this year than he was last year, at least up until the last bunch of games. And look, yeah, he needs to have some he needs to have a really good postseason as well. Although I wonder how many injuries going to affect our perception of he has a, a bad couple games in the playoffs. Regardless, I agree with you in theory. He needs to perform well in the playoffs. He's just already my guy. I want my guy to perform in the playoffs on behalf of us and for him. So that is how we'll wrap up the final post game of the regular season. Thank you to John as always. Happy Easter to all of you celebrating. Uh, to those of you listening later, if you dig the show, please a five-star rating and a review. If you're watching live and you haven't done yet, subscribe to the channel, like the video. We'd really appreciate it. We'll be back uh, with some content Tuesday morning. John and Benji, the first preview of the next series against the Cavaliers. But until next time, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. We'll speak with you soon. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.